the last episode, we received some advice about what we can do to look out for ourselves when we're at the hospital. In this episode, we continue that conversation, this time looking at what we can do when we receive those outrageously high hospital bills. Stick around. So, you already know by now that hospitals can really inflate the costs of your medications, devices, and treatment. Your bill is always going to be way more than it should be. There is some light at the end of the tunnel, however, and that comes from negotiating. Rosenthal reminds us that many hospitals might cut your bill down on the spot, because if your bill goes to a debt collector, it will probably be cut in half anyway. She even reminds us of a fascinating case in point. The talk show host John Oliver once started his own debt collecting enterprise online, which only cost about $60, and then purchased a bunch of Texans medical debt. The great irony is that the medical debt amounted to about $15 million, but John purchased it for less than $60,000. This tells us that your bill isn't as much as it seems, even if the bill says so. Secondly, be sure to get a bill that lists explanations and disclosure of costs. This is known as an itemized bill. We here at the clinic have seen countless ER and hospital bills that simply say vague statements like drugs or supplies, and then have an outrageous price listed next to them without ever detailing what those drugs or supplies were. This type of billing can lead to all kinds of errors on the hospital's part, and it is your right to know what specific treatments you were given, and if they were even the right treatments. Also, and we have Rosenthal to thank for this again, don't forget to compare your notes with the actual hospital bill. If you or a friend take great notes at the hospital, you can compare this with the treatment you actually received. This can help alleviate any errors in the bill. As pointed out, there is somewhere between 50 to 90% of hospital bills that contain errors. And if things get a little shaky after that, again, Rosenthal says to stand your ground. If the hospital threatens you for not paying your unitemized bill, Tell them you're waiting until you receive an itemized bill, because that is your right, period. Last but not least, we are given a strategy from the book that is probably not often thought about, or if it is, it's not often acted upon, and that is to write, either by hand or email, your complaints. This leaves a paper trail that helps you keep track of all the things others have said and what you have said. Notice that I said you will also keep track of what you said. This is the most important part because you will need to start sending your letters to places that make it count. Rosenthal suggests you send your letters and complaints to reporters, the newspaper, TV programs, radio stations, podcasts, and even the boards that are above your doctor. One story points out how a patient sent a letter to their doctor's National Specialty Society, and the society threatened to get rid of the doctor's credentials if the bill wasn't remedied. 
In other words, those treating you have a reputation, and it's important to them that that reputation does not get tarnished. You might want to keep this tip in your back pocket in case you need to fire back at those who have mistreated you. So these are some fight-back strategies against outrageous hospital bills. But it's important to remember that these are not guarantees for a win. Rather, they are a way of standing up for yourself and others. A way to show that we do not deserve to be taken advantage of and that we all have dignity. As stated before, standing up against the system will create a shock because it's like standing up and planting your feet in the middle of a current. You'll be doing something out of the ordinary, and it will stand out. Remember what the philosopher G.K. Chesterton said, A dead thing can go with the stream, but only a living thing can go against it. Of course, there are many other strategies you can implement against this system that we didn't get a chance to talk about here. For instance, I have a friend who shops around the surrounding cities and states, to find the cheapest cash options for treatments. He usually ends up going out of the city for his care, but saves thousands of dollars doing it. I think that's a great strategy. One article put out a nationwide study on the cost of an abdominal ultrasound and found that here in Kansas, the average cost is about $1,000, while just three hours south of here in Oklahoma, you can get the same treatment for $500. That's half the price. And, if you're in the mood for a road trip, New Jersey has the cheapest option of all at $300. That's going to do it for this episode. In our next discussion, we will be addressing the dreaded I word. That's right, insurance. How can we go about selecting insurance that is right for us? And what part do we have to play in vying for affordable and helpful insurance. All that and more in the next episode.